SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. We are back. And by we and us being back, I mean the madness. Returns to the NCAA tournament. Sweet 16 action tonight gets kicked off around 7 p.m. Eastern time. And we get you set for everything you need to know now in the round of 16 in the big dance. Hello and welcome to a Thursday on the morning after on Sports Grid and Sirius XM Channel 159. The home for Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM all across the Sports Grid Network as well. I am Ben Stevens. The Sweet 16 is tonight. Four games in action on this Thursday. Four more tomorrow on a Friday to set up regional finals across the bracket throughout your weekend. And of course, one step closer to the Final Four in New Orleans next week. Every number that you need to know. Spread, total, and prop for tonight's action on a Thursday in the Sweet 16. The madness is back. But of course... It would not be a day in the sports landscape, and it would not be a day in this NFL offseason without more news. And a blockbuster trade once again. Tyreek Hill from the Kansas City Chiefs being traded to the Miami Dolphins. A blockbuster deal sending Tyreek Hill to South Beach in exchange for five picks. A first-round pick this year, a second-round pick this year, and a fourth-round pick in this upcoming 2022 NFL draft sent back to KC, and in addition, two more draft picks next season as well. And Tyreek Hill going to Miami and signing a new huge deal. Four-year, $120 million, with more than $52 million guaranteed, making him the highest-paid receiver in the NFL for this upcoming year. It all moved very quickly yesterday. We got the update that Tyreek Hill and the Kansas City Chiefs front office were far apart on a new long-term contract extension and that KC's front office said, hey, Ty, you can go out there and look for some new deals. And that is what happened. So a blockbuster deal, sending Tyreek Hill from KC to Miami. And although just a wide receiver, one of the best in the entire National Football League, certainly going to move the market as well. Let's begin in the AFC Championship as it pertains to Kansas City first because we look at those odds near the top of the board. The Buffalo Bills remain the favorites at that price in the AFC Championship market at plus 350 right now. 10 cents off that number from this time yesterday when it was plus 360. 50 cents of movement against Kansas City at plus 500. They were plus 450 yesterday before this blockbuster deal. Now 5 to 1 in the AFC. Scroll down and you will find the Miami Dolphins 22 to 1 right now on the FanDuel Sportsbook. The 10th best odds, tied for the 10th best odds alongside another team from their own division in that AFC East that being the New England Patriots. So as we look at the AFC East, maybe that's the best point to dive into the numbers on the Miami Dolphins. They were longer than this number at 4-1 to yesterday, now tied for the second best odds. Tons of speed for those Finns in this upcoming 2022 NFL campaign. Tua Tungabailoa throwing the ball to Jalen Waddell, Tyreek Hill. It is going to be a track meet down in South Florida. The Bills remain the odds-on favorite. No movement in their number in that AFC East at minus 
180. The Jets, say another team who you see there with the longest odds in that division at 20 to 1, were rumored and reported to be a part of some of those trade dealings or at least interest in Tyreek Hill. A welcome to our Sports Grid Radio audience here in this opening hour of TMA on a Thursday. Sirius XM Channel 159. All of our terrestrial radio affiliates now in the mix as well. I am Ben Stevens. Another blockbuster deal yesterday in what might be the craziest NFL offseason we have ever seen. Tyreek Hill being traded from the Kansas City Chiefs to the Miami Dolphins in exchange for five draft picks, three this year, two next year, going back to Kansas City, Missouri. So we have seen the movement in the marketplace. The Buffalo Bills becoming a 10 cents shorter favorite to win the AFC Championship at plus 350. The Chiefs working against themselves in this marketplace, plus 450 yesterday at this time after the Tyreek Hill trade, now plus 500. Still the second shortest odds, still three and a half dollars ahead of the Chargers in this marketplace, but now at plus 500. Because of course, as we always remind you of out there, it's not just the movement on those two teams into that deal. It's how it affects the rest of the marketplace. And we could look at that being the case for the Chiefs in the AFC West as well the Dolphins in that AFC championship market as you saw 22 to 1 still tied for the 10th best odds if you were to parse that out with how the AFC postseason picture will look seven teams make it three wildcard spots four divisional winners the Miami Dolphins would still be on the outside of the playoff picture based on those odds at this point in late March on the outside looking in now Kansas City in the AFC West still the favorites at plus 155 but 30 cents of movement against the Chiefs here in this market to win their own division. Plus 125 just about 24 hours ago. Now plus 155 in this market. The Chargers move up the board at plus 240. The Broncos only 20 cents behind that at plus 260. And the Raiders in the AFC West, the longest odds at 7-1. to one. Kansas City frees up a ton of cap space, over $20 million now after this deal, sending Tyreek Hill to Miami as Andy Reid's offense will tell you that scheme is not dictated on wide receivers but of course you cannot take away anything that Tyreek Hill did during his time in Kansas City and what he meant for the Chiefs who have hosted an AFC championship game in four straight years but that Andy Reid offense now with an additional first round pick maybe they look to get some more speed in this upcoming draft it's sweet 16 day game day next sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com it is game day for the sweet 16 in the ncaa men's basketball tournament the big dance continues to go dancing and the madness returns here on this Thursday on the morning after on Sports Grid. Sirius XM, channel 159, all across the Sports Grid network, I am Ben Stevens. You can feel the hype, you can feel the excitement just over 10 hours away from the start of the Sweet 16. A doubleheader in two regions tonight, the West and the South. We begin in the West and we do that right here, right now in the Game Day Zone. The first game up of the evening is the number one overall seed in the entire NCAA tournament. 
That would be Gonzaga taking on the four seed in that West region in Arkansas. Of course, the West, of course, the West as we know, the only portion of the bracket to go all chalk following the opening weekend. That means the number one, two, three, and four seeds all in action tonight in the round of 16. And the line is a moving in favor of the Zags. Opened around nine points, now at 10. Double digits in favor of Gonzaga once more. Gonzaga has been favored in every single game this year, now back into a very comfortable spot. They have been a double-digit favorite in their first two games in the big dance once more, laying 10 tonight against the Arkansas Razorbacks. And pay attention to that total as well. An over-under of one 55. It is the highest total of the entire Sweet 16. All eight games, this is the highest by nearly 10 points. The second highest, another game later on tonight, Arizona and Houston at 145 and a half. Why is the total so high? Well, the tempos of both of these teams dictate that total. The Zags, the eighth fastest tempo in all of college basketball with the most efficient offense. What does that mean? They run and they're really good at running and scoring the basketball on both ends of the floor. Then when you look at Arkansas, they want to push the pace as well. A top 30 adjusted tempo, according to Ken Palm, for the must bust. Neither team has covered so far in this NCAA tournament. The Zags did not cover as a 22 and a half point pregame favorite against Georgia State in the round of 64. In the round of 32, they did not cover as a 10.5, 11-point pregame favorite against Memphis. And that line worked out. It might have closed in some spots back to single digits around 9.5 points. But the Zags have been a dynamite team to bet on live. So keep an eye on that again. If this is a close first half in the first 15 or 18 minutes or so, and by the time we near the halftime break, the Zags might be at a much better price for you to jump in on live. As we look at this total tonight, it is fascinating to me to see it at 155. Again, when you talk about the tempo, that is what dictates this total. Arkansas played an under of a total at 138.5 in an atrocious game of basketball against New Mexico State in their victory on Saturday night in the round of 32. But prior to that, seven straight overs. Gonzaga has played an over in three straight games. And when you look back at Gonzaga's non-conference slate, three of the four best games that Gonzaga played against Alabama, Duke, and Texas, all hitting an over. The only competition that stayed under, that was against UCLA, who loves to play at a very slow pace. So this game in the West region, Gonzaga, that one seed. The Zags minus 165 to win the West and to reach the Final Four. Now a 10-point favorite against Arkansas tonight. The next game up in that West region, around 9.15 p.m. Eastern time for that tip this evening, it's the retirement tour. And can it continue for Coach Mike Krzyzewski and the Duke Blue Devils? According to the odds, not exactly the most favorable, but just barely not favorable. At only one point, this spread is so, so tight. Minus 102 on that money line for Duke. Texas Tech is the favorite as the three seed over the two seed in Duke. The Red Raiders, a one-point favorite. Minus 118 on that money line. This line opened at a point and a half in favor of the Dukies. Then it flipped past that number of zero back to Texas Tech side at one. It got up to one and a half. Now is it one where it has remained. Texas Tech and Duke have the same odds at 15 to 1 to win the national championship right now 
on the FanDuel Sportsbook. So Duke and Tech in another very big game tonight in the Sweet 16. So as we continue to roll through the action that we have tonight in the round of 16, we should know that Duke, Mike, Coach Krzyzewski, trying to win his 100th NCAA tournament game. Duke did not cover against Michigan State. Actually, they did cover. It was a tight game for the Blue Devils late, and they end up covering that matchup. So that's where the West region lays out tonight. Now to the South as we preview the entire slate of this Sweet 16 on a Thursday. The first game up in the South region, Michigan and Villanova, a rematch of the 2018 national championship game and this line has steadily worked in favor of the cats it is now at five in villanova's favor against michigan with a total at 135 again let's dive into that total because that is one of the more fascinating portions to me of this thursday evening in the sweet 16 michigan has played an over in four straight games eight of their last 10 14 of their last 19 down the stretch as well michigan's tempo 203rd in the country not exactly the fastest or more up-tempo team in all of college basketball Villanova went over in their game against Delaware barely under in their round of 32 matchup against the Ohio State Buckeyes Villanova has the 14th slowest tempo in all of college basketball I highlight that because when you handicap an over-under you need to know the pace of play and the game flow we can expect but you also must pair that with the efficiency metrics offensively and Villanova is the eighth most efficient offense in the country Michigan also ranking inside the top 20 from an efficiency standpoint so that's why the total is relatively in the middle of where we would see over-unders for a college basketball game on the lower side I mean Gonzaga and Arkansas is 155 this is only 135 but I would lean with the over tonight given the efficiency of both of these offenses so Villanova and Michigan a rematch of the national championship game from 2018 that went in the favor of the Wildcats as well Michigan an 11 seed can they get back to a second straight elite eight Juwan Howard has reached the elite eight in every time he has gone to the NCAA tournament with Michigan as a player and now as a coach trying to get back there for a second straight year the final game up in the south region tonight the last game on the entire board for this thursday evening schedule in the sweet 16 might be the best game of the entire round in my opinion is the best game tonight an incredibly short number between arizona and houston the wildcats favored by one and a half points we saw this spread all the way up at two and a half now down to one and a half only in favor of that top seed in the south region arizona against the five seed in houston but Houston, according to the metrics, should not be a five seed. Houston ranks in front of Arizona when it comes to the efficiency ratings on KenPalm.com. They are the second most efficient team in the country against Arizona, who is the third most efficient team. If you look at the national championship odds right now, you will see a stronger indication on the Houston Cougars than maybe even this line slightly working in their favor, down from two and a hook to only one and a half tonight. Houston entered the round of 16 following the action on Sunday to close out the opening weekend of the big dance at 12 to 1 to win the national championship. In the last three to four days, Houston has seen three and a half dollars of movement in their favor on their price. 
to win the Natty. Now, the fifth best odds at plus 850. Let's take it one step further. Look at the South Region odds or the odds for both of these teams to reach the Final Four. The South Region is the only portion of this NCAA tourney bracket where every team is plus money to reach New Orleans in the Final Four. Arizona is plus 150. Houston is plus 200. Houston has better odds than both Villanova and Michigan to reach the Final Four. And the Cougs have to play Arizona in the Sweet 16 to even get there. The metrics love the Cougars. The odds are starting to look the same. We look at some props for tonight up next on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Back right here on the morning after on SportsGrid and Sirius XM Channel 159. I am Ben Stevens. And it is game day once again in the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament. The Sweet 16 underway this evening in a game that we will all be focused on first and foremost. Gonzaga, the number one overall seed in the big dance. A 10-point favorite now against Arkansas. But let's take some time here away from the spreads and the totals to look at some players individually and some props available on the FanDuel Sportsbook for the action tonight if player props are not available for you for the ncaa tourney think of this as a handicap from a matchup perspective that maybe goes back into those spreads and totals that we will see for the sweet 16 this evening four games on the docket let's begin with the first game to tip between gonzaga and arkansas and of course when you think about the zags in their march to a hopeful national championship for the first time in program history. They have reached seven straight Sweet 16s, but they have been eluded by the national title every single time. And a lot of that focus will be on Drew Timmy and Chet Holmgren, the big men down low for the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Let's first focus on Drew Timmy. There is a player performance double for Drew Timmy tonight for the Gonzaga Bulldogs. To win this game, they are a 10-point favorite to do so, and for Drew Timmy to record a double-double, something that he has done in each of the first two games for the Zags so far in the big dance. 25-14 and 14 for the mustachioed man against Memphis, 32 points, 13 rebounds against Georgia State in their opening game in the round of 64. Drew Timmy only has had a double-double two other times this year before the two that he has had so far now in the big dance. Also, Drew Timmy to score 20 points tonight, 20 or more, minus 130. But to add on just five more points right now, that would be plus 230 on the FanDuel Sportsbook. So minus 130 to get to 20, add on five more points to get to 25 at least. That's a big plus money price at plus 230. Chet Holmgren to score 20 points. Now down to plus 280 on the FanDuel Sportsbook for this player performance double that we have here on the screen. If we could let the people see it as well as I describe what we have for some of those odds today. He has scored 20 or more just once in the last 10 games, has Jet Holmgren, but it is an interesting price to see here. So now some of these player performance doubles, as you will see based on those odds, are very long odds. And thus, when you look at Arkansas, especially a 10-point underdog, so any of their player performance doubles might seem a little bit 
far-fetched. It's an interesting price to see on J.D. Note. And I will add in, so J.D. Note to score 20 or more points is plus 118. He is the leading scorer for Arkansas. He had 17 in their opening round of 64 game against Vermont. He had 18 in their second round game against New Mexico State. He averages 18 and a half points per game this year. As you go and dive into a specific game, perhaps, and just look for the player point prop on J.D. Note, that tonight against Gonzaga for the leading scorer for the Hogs is 18 and a half, right around that number. You can also see Stanley Amude there. Stanley Mude has come on huge for Eric Musselman and the rest of the Razorbacks here down the stretch. Only nine points in the win over the Aggies of New Mexico State, but had scored 15 or more in four of the five prior, 20 or more in three of those four games. His points prop tonight against Gonzaga is 14 and a half. What is Chet Holmgren's rebounds prop tonight, you might ask? It's 11 in a hook. It is a very lofty number for the outstanding freshman for the Zags. This is the player prop perspective for a game tonight that props could be hitting in a big overway based on that total at 155. Again, Arkansas with an under in their most recent game against New Mexico State, but prior to that, they had played an over in seven straight. Gonzaga has gone over in three straight, and against the best non-conference competition, they had gone over in three of four games in that non-con slate as well. Two teams with a tempo that ranks in the top 30 in terms of being very fast in college basketball this year, dictating an over-under at 155 and maybe leading us to some overs in the prop market as well. The names to know tonight, of course, for Gonzaga, Drew Timmy, and Chet Holmgren. But that offense goes as Andrew Nemhart, the point guard goes as well. Rasier Bolton, if he can step up, and Julian Strother as well from the outside for the Zags. On the other side for Arkansas, it'll be Jalen Williams down low battling against those two bigs for the Zags, and then Stanley Amude and J.D. Note on the outside for the team hailing from the SEC in Arkansas. Again, now a 10-point double-digit underdog against the Zags this evening. The next game up. In the South region, the second game of this day, we have two doubleheaders, two on CBS, two on TBS. They go back and forth throughout the evening here on this Thursday slate in the Sweet 16. Now, if the player performance doubles weren't all that enticing for the Arkansas and Gonzaga game, they do stand out a little bit more for this Villanova and Michigan game. Only a five-point spread here in favor of the Cats, but a game I expect to be more competitive. And if you think Michigan can cover this number, if you think Michigan has a shot of winning tonight as the 11th seed in the South and advancing to a second straight Elite Eight game and that South Regional Final, then look no further than Hunter Dickinson, the man down low, the sophomore big man, the lefty for Jawan Howard and company, the villain of the Big Ten Conference. Hunter Dickinson has been absolutely fantastic so far in this NCAA tourney. 27 points, 11 boards in the victory over Tennessee. 21 points, six rebounds against Colorado State. Hunter Dickinson has scored 20 or more points in four of the last five games for Michigan, five of the last eight. He has had a double-double in four of the last seven as well. In one of the games, he didn't record a double-double. He finished with just nine rebounds. So if you think Michigan has a shot tonight, if you think Michigan can win this game outright against Villanova, and I expect it to be a tight game where the offense keeps pace for the Wolverines, that Hunter Dickinson double-double and Michigan to win player performance double you see right there with a juicy plus money price at plus 490 certainly 
stands out. Now, on the other side, Colin Gillespie, the leader for this Villanova team, three or more made three-pointers and a Villanova win, in which they are favored to do by five points right now, is plus 180. Again, an enticing player performance double with some plus money on the Cats, who are a five-point favorite in this game. Now, Colin Gillespie in Nova's win over Ohio State on Sunday, 20 points, just two of nine from three, but the volume is there. Nine attempted three-pointers. Prior to that, three or more made three-pointers in four of his last seven games. He is averaging three made three-pointers this year. So if Villanova wins, you can expect Colin Gillespie to have a huge role offensively in that. Maybe three made threes and a Cats win at plus 180. I believe the player performance doubles and some of that juicy plus money is more enticing for Michigan and Villanova than the first game of the night between Gonzaga and Arkansas. I am also not in love with the player performance doubles for Texas Tech and Duke. You could look across the board. Kevin O'Banner, he has had a ton of rebounds so far for Mark Adams and company in this NCAA tournament. But I'm not so concerned with the player performance doubles. We can flash them there. We can show what they look like in terms of some of that plus money. I would dive into this game just specifically in the single game props that we have. Let's first start with Paolo Bancaro, the outstanding freshman for Coach K. 20 or more points in a Duke Blue Devils win. You can see it's still relatively long odds at plus 370. Why? Well, Duke is a one point underdog all of these player performance doubles are relatively long because the game is so tight and thus we're not entirely sure what the outcome might be but when you look at Paolo Bancaro he has scored 20 or more in four of the last eight games he is averaging 18 and a half points per game in the last four for Duke his points prop tonight is 16 and a half and the under has a slight bit of juice if you're looking for scoring for Texas Tech I would start with Bryson Williams, the senior forward. 14 and a half points is his point prop, the under at minus 130. But Bryson Williams has gone over 14 and a half in two of the last three. And the only time he did not, 14 points in the game against the Irish in the round of 32. Bryson Williams got started in the NCAA tournament with a very impressive offensive performance for Texas Tech overall against Montana State. Bryson Williams put up 20 points. But again, I look at the prop market here, just single game props for single game profitability. Kevin O'Banner for Texas Tech, 11 rebounds in the first game for Tech, 15 rebounds in that round of 32 matchup against Notre Dame. His rebounding prop tonight, just six and a half. I could also look at the other side, and this was one of the best bets to end off last week in the round of 64. Wendell Moore for the Duke Blue Devils, who does everything averages five and a half rebounds per game this year is at five and a half rebounds tonight where the over has plus money at plus 126 he has gone over in five of his last eight one of the games he went under he finished with five now let's finish with a prop perspective for the best game of the night in my opinion Arizona and Houston and I expect some points let's start with Benedict Matherin for the Arizona Wildcats. The fourth best odds, as we know and discussed yesterday, at 10-1 to 1 to win most outstanding player for the NCAA tournament. If Arizona reaches the final four at plus 150 right now, look no farther than Benedict Matherin for the Cats. 30 points in that win over TCU. He scored 18 against Wright State in their NCAA tourney opener in the Pac-12 tournament title game against UCLA. He had 27. To score 20 or more points tonight, well, he's done that in four of his last seven games. He has gone over his point prop of 18 and a half in five of the last eight. 
You see that player performance double on Christian Coloco, the big man for Arizona as well, and Arizona win at plus 320. Well, Christian Coloco has had a double-double in three straight games, 28 points, 12 boards against TCU. I would also look at Shed tonight for Houston. He had 18 points against Illinois. His point prop tonight, 11 and a half. And then maybe Kyler Edwards to hit three or more threes. He has done that in three of his last four games. We go to baseball next. A break from the madness up next here on the morning app. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Baseball will have to wait for just a moment here on the morning after on SportsGrid on this Thursday in Sirius XM channel 159 the home for sports grid radio on sirius xm all across the sports grid network i am ben stevens the madness is back on this thursday 7 p.m eastern time the sweet 16 begins with the number one overall seed in gonzaga now a 10 point favorite against the four seed in that west region in arkansas let's take a big picture perspective as we can here before the games themselves get underway we've gone through the games the spreads and the totals and even player props to keep an eye on tonight for some of those individual matchups that might sway the tide of any given game let's go to the big picture now and look at the odds to reach the final four these can be considered regional odds you win your region you advance and represent that region in the final four in new orleans next weekend so gonzaga minus 165 to make the final four Gonzaga has been minus money to reach the final four for the last month and a half. These are good odds at minus 165, but as you can see, not the best. That goes to Kansas at minus 200, the one seed in the Midwest region who plays tomorrow against Providence. I would not pay minus two bills on Bill Self and the Jayhawks because I believe in those Providence Friars. But as we look at things from a West regional perspective, Gonzaga is minus 165. The West region was the only portion of the bracket in the big dance that won chalk. And what I mean by that is a one, two, three, and four seed all advanced out of the opening weekend and into the Sweet 16. You will see that Texas Tech and Duke have the same number at four to one to reach the final four. Why is that? Well, it's a one-point spread between the Red Raiders and the Blue Devils tonight. It opened up in Duke's favor at a point and a half, now in favor of Tech at just one point. Point. and thus their odds at plus 400 remain to be the same as well I will say this I think you could double down on either Texas Tech or Duke tonight dependent on who you believe is going to win that basketball game because from a futures perspective it's not always necessarily about cashing a ticket it's about making sure you can provide yourself profitability and at four to one right now Tech and Duke are not going to be a plus 400 money line underdog against Gonzaga in the regional final. It's just not going to be the case. I mean, you can see the money line tonight for Arkansas, who's a double-digit sp- uh, double-digit underdog at 10 points, and that's only plus 385. The matchup between Gonzaga and Duke or Gonzaga and Texas Tech, probably somewhere closer to 5.5 at the very maximum of what that spread is going to be. Best you could have a money line ticket on Tech or Duke for that uh, West Regional Final in the Elite Eight this weekend. 
that's going to pay you out in some form or fashion from a hedging perspective on Gonzaga. You get to hedge with Gonzaga if you take Texas Tech and or Duke tonight at plus 400 to reach the final four. It's about getting yourself profits at this point. Your bracket might be busted. Yes, there are single game profitability to be had, but now that the field has been whittled down to only 16 teams, the paths to the national championship game, the path to emerging out of your region is as crystal clear as it will get entering the second weekend in the big dance. And that means we can find some hedging opportunities to guarantee ourselves some profits here in the Sweet 16 and in the Elite Eight. When I look at this game between Tech and Duke, it's the fourth most efficient offense in the country in the Blue Devils. It's the top defense from an efficiency perspective for Mark Adams and the Red Raiders. I expect some of that no-middle defense that he runs, incredible pressure inside the perimeter. I expect Texas Tech to confound Duke a little bit. And speaking of odds movement, you look at the FanDuel Sportsbook right now, the updated line it's a dead pick em, everybody. Minus 110. Money line. Both teams for Duke and Texas Tech. Again, the line opened up in the Blue Devils' favor at one and a half points. It flipped past zero. It is now at just one. Or it was at one for the Texas Tech Red Raiders. It is now even on the money line at minus 110 both sides so as we continue to look at some of those final four odds to paint a bigger picture for tonight let's flip it over to the south region now the south region is not just me saying this but is the most competitive region we will see remaining in the ncaa tournament why is that well all four teams remaining in the south region the top seed in arizona the five seed in houston the two seed in villanova and the 11 seed in michigan all are in plus money to reach the final four it is the only portion of the bracket where all four teams remaining are all in plus money the west gonzaga is minus 165 the midwest kansas is minus 200 the up in the air east purdue is minus 135 to reach the final four but everybody in the south is at plus money right now arizona plus 150 houston plus 200 you scroll down to villanova only 50 cents behind that price on the cougs at plus 250 and then again, Michigan at plus 850. It's a five-point spread right now in favor of Villanova. I expect this game to be competitive. I'm not sure Michigan covers, but I think it's right around that number of five. I look more at the total of this game. But if I'm going to go over for the Wolverines and Wildcats tonight, that means I think Michigan keeps pace offensively with a top 20 efficient offensive unit. And thus, if they're keeping pace and keeping this number close down the stretch, that plus 850 price on Michigan to win the South region, to reach the Final Four, is incredibly enticing to have that money line hedging value for you when you get to the Elite Eight in a potential matchup against the winner of Arizona and Houston. One final point on that matchup between the Cats and the Cougs. Again, just a one-and-a-half-point game. Houston is covered in 10 of their last 12 games. The Cougars have only been booked as an underdog once this year. It came all the way back in December in the non-conference portion of their slate. A three-point underdog against Alabama, who was a brief tournament team this year around. Houston lost that game by one point, but they did cover. They've only been a dog once, and they have covered against that number. This a shorter spread at one and a half point. One and a half points. A guy that knows all about college basketball joins me now to give me some relief. Jack Weinberger, what is up, my man? What's up, Ben? Happy to be here. I'll join you anytime you need. Uh, happy to talk some college hoops. Best time of the year. Excited for the Sweet 16, Elite Eight this weekend, and let's get rolling. 
Jack, as you look at the board tonight, the four games up, Gonzaga, a 10-point favorite against Arkansas. We have Duke and Texas Tech also in that West region, now even on the money line at minus 110 on both sides. Of course, in the South region, Villanova, a five-point favorite against Michigan. In the nightcap, what I think is the best game of the evening here in the Sweet 16, uh, Arizona and Houston, a one-and-a-half-point spread in favor of the Cats. Which game entices Jack Weinberger the most that maybe he can even dive into a Jack cap for us? Ben, I'm looking at this Texas Tech Duke game. Tips at about 9.40 Eastern time. I have a saying, right? WWTPD. What would the public do? Deep, deep dive into the mind of the general public better, right? Look who they yeah. like in this game. Duke has the name. You know, Coach K's final season, Texas Tech barely scraped by Notre Dame. The ge general public will love Duke in this spot. When the truth of the matter is, Texas Tech's a better basketball team. We're going to see a mm. different type of effort and a different type of Texas Tech, Texas Tech team than what we did against Notre Dame. That was the game they had to survive. I think the way that Texas Tech plays defense can suffocate you around the perimeter their experience, their age, the fact they've all been here before. I think it's a tough matchup for Duke to deal with Texas Tech here. This is a young Duke team. Yes, Benchero is a stud, and he will get his. But Duke relies on three freshmen, two sophomores. Super young team. And I think the way that Texas Tech, like I just said, can suffocate him defensively. I think they'll turn him over. I think it's a bad matchup. I think the experience will pay off for the Red Raiders. And I think Duke and Coach K fall. I love Texas Tech. Like you said, it's a pick em. Cheap money line price. I like the Red Raiders yep. to advance to the Elite Eight here. And if you're like Jack and myself and you have a price on Texas Tech to reach the Final Four or maybe even win the National Championship, it's hedging time where you can look at the Duke Blue Devils, although it might make you sad to your soul to pick Duke and bet on Duke like I had to do earlier this morning, and I got them at minus 102 as opposed to the minus 110. Only eight cents of difference, I understand. But you can hedge out a little bit to make sure, again, you are guaranteed some profitability or at least can get your money back a little bit as well. So as we look at things here, Jack, we're reaching the point of the tournament where trends are a little bit tougher to come by. You want to focus on what they've done in March. You want to focus on what they've done in the big dance. And Duke has only been an underdog once. No longer an underdog, but they were earlier, one time, winning outright against Gonzaga. Texas Tech has been an underdog eight times this year, six and two against the number, covering by an average margin of more than five and a half points per game and jack that's the idea here right we're seeing some of that movement perhaps public because the sharp movement was on texas tech as soon as this line opened on sunday night in favor of duke at a point and a half it was bet the other way texas tech quickly became a point and a half favorite now it's game day we're back to the sweet 16 we've had a couple of days off from the NCAA tournament. People have been sitting back, maybe watching some NBA, maybe watching some of the women's tourney as well. Now they're back and looking at where things are going. Maybe some of that public back on the Duke Blue Devils, and that's what's moving this line. Even yeah, this is also not a Duke team that we've seen in prior years. I'm not bashing Duke. Duke's a very good team, and they deserve to be here in the Sweet 16. But Duke teams of the past, right? We wouldn't have seen them lose at home in Cameron Indoor to a mediocre UVA or play two-point games with Wake Forest or lose at home to Miami. You know, Miami's looking very good right now, but Miami's not, not great. They shouldn't go into Cameron Indoor and win that game, right? 
They wouldn't lose mm. in the ACC tournament on a neutral floor to Virginia Tech. So this Duke team, I think, is very capable of being totally exposed by a Texas Tech team that's fierce, that's strong, that's physical. Mm. And I, I think mm. this line should be Texas Tech minus three. But the way they played against Notre Dame, they didn't look great, and which is why it's a pick em. I think you're getting Tech here at incredible value with a pick em to beat a team they're better than in Duke. This is the highest total for Texas Tech, by the way, with an over-under at 137.5 since a game at the end of January against Kansas. Now, Duke has gone over in seven of their last eight games, and Duke wants to push the pace a little bit more than Texas Tech does. Again, the most efficient defense in the country, according to Ken Palm, is what Mark Adams' unit has tonight against the Duke Blue Devils. Of course, all the narratives surrounding this game, could it be the final game for Coach Mike Krzyzewski at the helm of this Duke men's basketball program. That is one of the things that will be in discussion. And although Coach K has said, we have not put any pressure on them by hosting this retirement tour, well, there will be some pressure on Duke tonight. Paolo Bancaro, Wendell Moore, Mark Williams inside, Trevor Roach on the outside. These boys can play, no doubt about it. A.J. Griffin thrown into the mold as well. But I look at Tech as well, Jack, and I think maybe some of that public love is coming in on Duke on game day, which has moved that line to an even money line price at minus 110. All right, Jack, one final thought on this Thursday slate before we get your cap for the Friday slate tomorrow. Yeah, my cap coming tomorrow. One final thought, Ben. I like Arkansas plus 9.5, plus 10 to cover against Gonzaga. Keep this game competitive. Gonzaga just barely scraped by Memphis. Arkansas is a team yep. who can compete. They've beaten Kentucky. They've beaten Auburn. They've played with the best. Now Sweet 16, neutral floor. This is going to be a battle. I think Arkansas takes them wire to wire. 4-1 and one against the number is the Arkansas Razorbacks as an underdog this year. Prior to the NCAA tournament, the Hogs had covered in 14 of their last 17 games. Jack, we will hear from you tomorrow, my friend, for your cap of the week. We finish out our number one of the morning after on game day ahead of the Sweet 16 next here on the morning after. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. We all love an underdog in the NCAA tournament. The Sweet 16 gets underway tonight back in action. In the big dance, we round out our number one of the morning after on this game day Thursday, right here on Sports Grid and Sirius XM Channel 159. All across the Spiz Grizz as well, I am Ben Stevens. But before we end our number one, you've heard from me a ton in this first hour. It is time to hear from you, the public. Jack Weinberger said the public's been moving that number on Duke in their matchup against Texas Tech. Now, even on the money line, minus 110 both ways. Who does the public think can cover tonight as a dog? We find out right now in Fade the Public. Ooh, the public not taking too brave of stances tonight for the four matchups that we have. A part of this Thursday at the Sweet 16. The first game up, Arkansas. Now a 10-point dog against Gonzaga. The second game of the evening, almost going on simultaneously with the Zags and the Hogs, is Michigan, a 5-point dog against Villanova. Now Duke and Texas Tech, as we just shared, 
even on that money line, minus 110 both ways. But Duke was a one-point dog, a slight one-point dog earlier this morning. Then the nightcap, Houston has had the line work in their favor as well. But the Cougars, still a one-and-a-half-point dog against Arizona. Most of the public right now at this poll, at SportsGrid TV on Twitter, 31.5% or so saying Duke is going to cover, maybe even win outright with a short one-point spread against Texas Tech. So maybe it is the public working this line. Now on game day, as we wake up on this Thursday for the Sweet 16, moving that price on the Blue Devils. Even money on the money line, minus 110 both ways. And that's where it currently stands, with an over-under of 137.5. Bigger spreads in the first two games of the night, much shorter in the second two between Duke and Texas Tech, even both ways. And Arizona, only a one-and-a-half point favorite against the team the metrics have loved all year in Houston. Our number two up next here on TMN.